Welcome to This Sacred Life. I'm Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com and producer of the Goddess Talk Sessions. I love engaging in transformational conversations with women who've learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. Today, it's my pleasure to speak with Christine Carlson. Christine Carlson is a New York Times bestselling author, speaker, and leader in the field of transformation. After collaborating with her late husband, Dr. Richard Carlson, to create a publishing industry phenomenon with the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff series, which, by the way, sold more than 25 million copies worldwide, today, Chris is a beloved teacher in the areas that matter most to the human heart, how to heal and how to love. In her new book, From Heartbreak to Wholeness, The Hero's Journey to Joy, she offers a process for healing that goes way beyond common prescriptions for getting through the pain of heartbreak of all kinds. Welcome to This Sacred Life, Chris. Oh, thank you, Shan. It's so wonderful to be speaking with you and to your audience. Thank you so much. You're welcome so much. I got to tell you, what a great book. I'm so glad that you wrote this book, and I look forward to talking about it with you today. Uh, thank you. I'm really glad that I wrote this book, too, because if it were a baby, its head would have been between my legs and crowning. <laughs> it was so ready to be birthed. So thank you. Let's talk about your inspiration and the 10-year the journey that has been involved in all that you're sharing on the pages of From Heartbreak to Wholeness. Yeah, so it, it has been a 10-year journey, and it started back um, in 2006 with the sudden death of my beloved husband, Richard Carlson. And you know, it was a very sudden, a very, very, very sudden um, experience of loss that we had. It wasn't, he wasn't sick. We had no warning. He just went out the door one day and then got on a plane. Um, and on the descent of that flight, had a pulmonary embolism. It was shocking and heartbreaking and shattering and devastating, you know, as as anyone who goes through loss and any kind of loss, like of especially a life, a life of somebody that you love goes through. Um, and I've, you know, since really reconciled that that was my initiation and my deep awakening time that I had been living a little bit asleep and not as attuned to life as I could have been. And I certainly, um, certainly my heartbreak woke me up to such a very strong degree that it was it was noticeable like extremely noticeable and how could it not be that's I mean such a shock for you and for your family I mean your girls were pretty young at the time they certainly were they were in high school um Kenna was a freshman in high school and Jazz was a senior graduating senior so yeah they were very young and and it left me you know having to go through grief and loss and bring them through grief and loss as well at during very critical times in, in their lives, you know, just very critical times. And, um, yeah, we, we somehow made it through as a family, but it was definitely a journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I know that you were supported by, and had lots of love and, and lots of community support, but still 
navigating through that, that's, that's not something we plan for or prepare for. No, it surely isn't, but it is something that we are designed for and we are designed to grieve and we are designed to heal. Yet we don't are very, very ill-equipped in our culture um, to really know how to do that. I think that over the last 10 years, since I've been having this conversation with thousands of people, the conversation has widened and grown and, and people are talking about their grief more and about loss and but certainly 10 years ago when I started, there really wasn't a lot, um, not a lot to go on besides the um, late Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's model for grieving and, and the stages of grief, which I found, you know, really wonderful rhetoric and, but not very applicable to my own situation of, of what I went through and lost. So I think that's really why I wrote From Heartbreak to Homeless, because I was able to look back and pinpoint the kind of the serious choices that I made in my journey that have led me to this life that is full of extreme happiness and joy again. And, and I really didn't want anybody that's going through heartbreak not to have the opportunity that's really looking and soul searching for how they can take that next step and, and move back into life. And I love how you refer to it as, as walking a path of soul growth. Yeah. And and since I've known you, your message has been all about awakening and and returning to joy and and bringing up as as much of that that feeling of of joy and gratitude as possible. And so I know that you've taken that path and and put it in the pages of this book and it's just so fantastic. I'd, I'd love for you to speak about uh, what you love most about sharing your new book with the world. Wow, um, that's a great question. I think what I love most about it, Shan, is that I love showing my reader that there is a journey and it is a journey of the soul and it is a, a journey that your soul has called you to to walk and we all have to walk. I mean, that's the thing, you know, everyone, everyone alive on the planet has heartbreak of some kind throughout their lifetime, if not once or many, many times for different reasons. But we can recover and we can expand and we can grow even, you know, more than we ever thought possible when we, you know, when we're sitting in that place of, of heartbreak initially, we think, oh my gosh, this is never going to go away. This is never going to be any different. And then as we make certain choices and we, we walk this path of healing that I do my very best to lay out um, along kind of paralleling the, the hero's journey on some level with my own interpretation, as we really embrace that journey, we are much more likely to feel a life of more meaning and purpose as we heal and even much more likely to feel more joy. Yeah, without question. Do you remember when things started to shift for you? When you started to really see that you were going to thrive and that you were going to walk this path of soul growth? Yeah, you know, I, I feel like even amidst really great sorrow, um, even from the beginning, I, I was in some level, I was thriving. Like, I think I really knew that 
that I was going through an awakening. And I think that I was aware of what was what had happened to my own psyche and in nature as I was going through it, which really helped me a lot because I understood so many things about that that happiness and joy would be a choice for me to return to. I also understood that grief wasn't something I was going to avoid. That right. No matter, you know, that the grief is an expression, an emotional expression and response to loss. And that I was, of course, extremely attached to my beloved Richard, as anybody is attached to a person that they love. So I didn't, wasn't bypassing by any means any of the suffering. But I think I knew in my heart that that somehow this loss was going to count for a lot of incredible growth for me, that somehow I was going to awaken to something deeper. I didn't know at the time what it would be, but I, I realized later that I had awakened to my life's purpose. And I realized that this is this is one of the gifts that people who die that we love give us, is that we look at our lives and we we realize how temporary everything really is and it's one thing to say that and it's another thing to feel that with every cell of your being and when you feel that deeply that this is no joke you only have a short period of time here you know once you recover from loss you you realize wow this is my time i need to really want to make the most of this time and certainly being able to share a story that has profound impact and meaning to people is one way that humanity really has always given back and has always taught. And that is one of the reasons why I felt so strongly about this book becoming a journal for people and walking them through their own hero's journey as they write or rewrite their story from a victim standpoint to the hero standpoint. I feel like that is the real pivot turn for people to see themselves as the hero of their own journey, despite the adversity that, that many people face and for different reasons every day. Oh, it's incredibly powerful. Let's talk more about the teachings that you want your readers to come away with after they have uh, spent some time with From Heartbreak to Wholeness and, and moved through this hero's journey to joy. Well, I really decided that at the back of each chapter, first of all, there's nine chapters in the book. And as I said earlier, I'm I'm not depicting Joseph Campbell's work um, of the hero's journey like as he depicts it, but I've loosely imprinted that journey, that soul journey onto um, the chapters of this book, showing my readers, showing people that as they step onto the hero's path of healing, then they will, through um, a transformation process and an, awake, and an awakening, that will lead them into wholeness and into sovereignty and into feeling um, this sense of true wonder um, with life. And really, the end game for me is that you know we focus so much on our relationships and on our love affairs of life, but what I really have learned to focus on is. I have a love of life that's unending and that I have this real true love affair with life going on where I'm as interested in how I feel about every moment of every waking day and how I'm in love with that as I am a romantic kind of love, you know, and that 
I think that when you really make love your life, your first love, then no matter what losses, no matter what you, you face in your lifetime, eventually you will return to that. And certainly that's what I noticed in my own, in my own journey and own path as I realized, wow, I really love life. It was a horrible thing to lose my love partner and especially a person that was just, you know, he was just such a gift to the world. And yet I realized I'm like, wow, I, I really love life. I just love my life. And (laughs) I I don't, I, I want to, I, I wouldn't, my, my gauge now is, does that add to my love of life or does that detract, you know? Right. (laughs) And and if it detracts, man, I'm not doing it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's so healthy because like you mentioned earlier, once, once you've been humbled to a place of understanding how precious every moment is the soul makes a choice for you that hey this is it what are you going to do and and where is the message in the mess you talk about that i do i do i that is um part of the early in the early chapters i really want uh, my reader to look at um, in their soul inquiry what what why did this show up for me that's like a really big question that i ask under all circumstances. Why did this show up for me? And when you can answer that, then you found your message in the mess. And you know, let's face it, life is messy. I mean, as much of of the joy I feel about life, you know, I still see that it's a messy process sometimes. And certainly transformation is messy. It's, It's a little bit like childbirth, like you get this incredible gift at the end of this really hard, messy labor. Sure, <laughs> I, don't, sure. I, don't, I don't know about you, but my labors were not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine, mine, mine wasn't either. And, and you're, you're so, I love that you talk about it that way because this is, this is where you, you step in and meet your fear of whatever that change is, whatever that transformation is. And how many examples, we have so many poignant examples of rebirth and emergence. If you, yeah. can, if you just can remember that, that, that A, you're not alone in, in the mess, um, yep. and, that, and that transformation, that is life. Life is transformation. We're constantly changing and growing. Your work really helps people meet that challenge. Oh, thank you. I I think if we all look at our lives, we can say, you know, you can see these, these times, these time periods that maybe even feel like it was a different life. You know, when somebody has overcome, I was just listening to a woman recently who just this vibrant, loving, beautiful woman who's so happy and enjoy it of life. And not but six years ago, she was suicidal. And and thinking about ending her life. And, and, you know, in, and she said, you know, it's even hard for me to talk about it because it doesn't even feel like the same person, you know, because at, at, at the pivot moment when she, when she went into her transformation and her awakening and she rebirthed, you know, instead of going the other route and ending her life, she actually rebirthed a new life. And, and what has emerged from her is pure joy. And, I think that's the beauty of, of what can happen at any time when somebody accesses their mental health and their well-being and they go through their healing process. You know, it doesn't always happen for people 
who who don't though, you know, and that and that's the invitation is I'm really inviting you to look at your heartbreak as a facilitator, as an initiator, as a, a way to awaken your soul to greater growth, greater transformation, and ultimately the um, most expansive version of you that you can possibly be in this lifetime. That makes me think of something else that, that you've mentioned is that life circumstances aren't happening to us, but they happen for us. And, and so what are you going to do about that? You know, how, how are you going to take that next step? And, And through your book that really helps people see that where I can go from here, this is where I'm at now, now what? Exactly. And what I love about that so much is that unless you know differently, it's very easy for any person to fall into feeling like a victim. It's like, it's so easy. And, and everybody does. And even when you know better, you still do, you know, so it's like, I really try to help my reader and understand that while I'm telling you, you must choose the hero's path, you must be victorious over your circumstances. I'm certainly not lacking in understanding or compassion for the fact that we all lever back and forth between understanding that we have these circumstances that have befallen us or are in front of us. But, you know, but, but that is really true that that's a, um, a deep belief that can run in somebody as to whether or not they really believe that they're at the affect of their circumstances. And when you start to realize that you're not, and that it's really not what happened, it's how you deal with what happened. Right. You know, that's such a big differential and a distinction to make. It's it's not what happened. It's it's how you tell the story of what happened to yourself. It's how you move through what has happened. And, and that's going to really dictate, you know, where a lot of things in your life. And we don't often realize that that it's really deep down, it's our attitude and it's our deepest beliefs that really run um, our lives and, and what happens for the rest of our lives. Well, I must say your transparency through the, your love of writing is without question going to help so many people. I want to thank you for, for doing this work. And I, and I know it hasn't been easy and I've, I've watched you grow and I've watched your message and, and seen how, you know, how you really take full advantage of, of loving your life and living with as much joy as possible. And to put all of this in writing and to really help somebody walk alongside you through this hero's journey is just, what a great gift. Thank you. Well, I, I, and again, you know, I, I think that um, it's part of my own healing and that's part of everyone's healing is to give back. You know, it's something that it's in our nature, it's in our human nature to want to serve humanity and to serve people and to serve others. And I've never found anything quite as healing than when you have, when you hold your hand out to somebody else who's suffering, then, you know, than that there's nothing more healing than that. And right. I remember, I remember I used to have these heartbroken open circles way back, you know, just even a year or two after I lost Richard and here I thought I was the only widow in the world that was in her early forties. And then suddenly there's like 50 women in my living room 
every month, just pouring their hearts and souls out for their loss, whether it be from divorce or death. And all in their 40s, these women, 40s and 50s. And that it was a beautiful thing. That's what really taught me that when you have the opportunity to share your story and to speak it and to write it, it really does help to heal your soul. It helps you to move forward and it helps you live much more richly and even to love again. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the community that you love to serve, that you are in circle with now, both um, in person and virtually. Wow. Well, I, you know, I have the Christine Carlson dot com website and have a um, podcast don't set the small stuff live the big stuff which I love um, that I've done a lot of amazing work with you on and I have the from heartbreak to wholeness community off of my Facebook group too so they all kind of go together except don't sweat the small stuff probably is its own thing in my world. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> I think, you know, I, I think this is very different and, and yet, you know, people who are interested in that larger brand are also interested in what, what's going to happen, you know, when something happens, you know, to them. <laughs> of course. <So. laughs> of course. Yeah. And where can our listeners and readers pick up a copy of From Heartbreak to Wholeness? Well, if you go to any of the um, top booksellers online, you know, Amazon.com, um, IndieBooks.com, I don't have a list of all of the ones in front of me, but all of the top booksellers will carry From Heartbreak to Wholeness. And then if you get your, grab your receipt and you go to from wholeness.com, I have a whole host of bonuses that she'll receive from me, including a recorded um, gift of my soul mantras that are at the back of each chapter. I've lengthened them out to be 10-minute guided imagery meditations for you to do as part of your workbook exercise um, at the back of each chapter. So I think if you do that, that would be great. And I think you'll be super, super happy with those soul mantras as a gift. Oh, that's so generous. Well, I'm really, really, really excited for you. And I just know that From Heartbreak to Wholeness is just going to change so many lives. It's going to be incredibly popular. Uh, already is from, from the pre-sale side of things. I know that. So to have it out in the world now, thank you for, for sharing from your heart and soul and and I guess my very last question for you, Christine, is now that you have birthed your book, what's next for you? <laughs> well, I've actually been working with other people um, right now in a, in a group birthing their books. And I'm doing a lot of retreats, a lot more retreats. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just loving, like, you know, doing smaller, you know, 10 to 20 women retreats and keeping up with my podcast and my blog and, and then this group, um, birthing your book from book doulas.com is what I've really, that's become a true new joy for me. So yeah, it's been busy. You, yeah, you <laughs> really like, you definitely though. have a, have a lot of balls in the air, right? Juggling all <laughs> kinds of great stuff. And you have a, a retreat in Italy this fall, don't you? I do. I do. I still have spots left. So 
if anybody wants to find out about it, it's you go to Christine Carlson um, forward slash retreats.com. Go to the retreat page. It's, it's right there. It's a really wonderful, very fun, very subtly transformational. Like I really, we do some circle time. We do yoga every day, although a lot of women choose not to do the yoga every day, but um, I have a yoga teacher that comes along and we have some great day trips and some amazing meals and wine at night. And oh my God, it's a blast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining me today on this sacred life. I, I wish you all the best with your brand new book from heartbreak to wholeness, the hero's journey to joy. Thank you so much, Shan. Big hug to you. Thanks for listening to This Sacred Life and the Divine Feminine Spotlight. Visit TransformationGoddess.com to claim our album of guided relaxations for women who do too much. And while you're there, check out our latest articles, book reviews, and resources for your goddess journey.